0: This is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast with Anthony Fasano, session number one. Today I'm going to give you some strategies for effectively networking and building relationships in your engineering career. I'm also going to help a younger engineer overcome her fear of networking. Let's do this thing. Welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, where it's all about helping real engineers to overcome real challenges and get real results. And now, for your host, who was on a mission to inspire as many engineers as possible professional engineer and certified career coach, Anthony Fasano. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, session number one. This is Anthony Fasano, and it's an absolute pleasure to have the opportunity to do this podcast and hopefully inspire engineers all over the world by helping them to overcome their challenges. Achieve lofty goals, but also in the process of coaching engineers on this show, also affect engineers globally. And that's what my goal is with this podcast. For those of you out there that don't know me, let me briefly introduce myself. By background, I'm a civil engineer. However, I noticed in my civil engineering career that one of the keys to being successful as an engineer is having sound non-technical skills in addition to your technical skills, like communication, networking, leadership abilities, being organized, being productive. Those types of skills are critical to you being able to set clear goals and achieve them. And this show is going to help you to develop those skills by reaching out to actual engineers, bringing them on the show and coaching them on these different skills. And we're going to create a library of these podcasts, which you can subscribe to on iTunes the Engineering Career Coach podcast, or you can come to our website, engineeringcareercoach.com. Click on the podcast tab and get all the information that you need on all of the shows. So with that, I'm going to get right into the show because this show is about helping you, not about talking about me. So I want to get going. I want to give you value. I want to give you ideas and motivate you, inspire you to be the best engineer you can possibly be. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to start the show with a, with a segment that I call the motivational moment, then we'll go into the coaching segment, and then I'll end the show by giving you a career-changing tip that if you implement it today, you'll start to see results in your engineering career immediately. So with that, it's time for our quote. Motivational moment. Motivational moment. For today's quote, to start off session number one, I selected a quote from Tony Robbins, who is one of the people that really inspired me to leave my engineering career behind and go out there and inspire engineers. He motivated me to write my book, Engineer Your Own Success, and just get in the car and start traveling around. And that's what I've been doing for three, four years now. And I've met so many engineers out there. And I want to start the show today with his quote that goes like this, the quality of your life is the quality of your relationships. Again, that's by Tony Robbins. And the reason that I start the show with that quote is because today we're going to focus on networking. In a few minutes, I'm going to help a younger engineer to overcome her fear of networking and also give her, and of course all of you out there, some strategies for effectively networking and building relationships. All right? And networking is not just about collecting business cards. Networking is about building strong long-lasting relationships that will not only yield a lot of career opportunities for you, but most importantly, they will help you to have a very enjoyable career and life. I mean, the quality of our life is the quality of our relationships. So it's one thing to go to work and go to the office. It's another thing to go to work and, you know, have friendships with a lot of the people in the office, right? Or with your clients to get to know them on a deeper level. Having an engineering career is not just about trying to become a partner and make a lot of money. It's also about having fun in the process, and you can't have fun unless you build strong relationships. And I wanted you all to understand the importance of networking in your career and your life before we jumped into the coaching segment of the podcast, and that's why I chose this quote. So all of you out there listening, I need you to commit to try to take all the strategies discussed on this call and implement them into your career and start to build those relationships. Right, all the strategies that you hear on the show today, we're going to summarize them for you on the show notes, because I know many of you are probably on your commute to work. And you can find the show notes for this show at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash session one. And I'll repeat that a few times throughout the show. So with that, let's get right into the coaching segment of the call. Let's start helping this younger engineer to overcome her fear of networking and help you as well in the process.
1: It's go time.
0: All right, now for our coaching portion of the show. Today's guest is Elena from Kansas. She has a degree in architectural engineering with a mechanical focus. She's a recent graduate. She's been working now for an MEP firm for three months. And today we're going to be helping Elena with her interpersonal skills, which is what she wants to focus on, which is probably one of the most important things that you can develop as an engineer. Um, to be successful and be well-rounded. So with that, I want to welcome in Elena. How you doing today, Elena?
1: I'm doing well. How about you?
0: I'm doing very well. Uh, thank you for being with us today. I think that this is a wonderful challenge to kind of talk about a little bit. Um, and I know that it will help a lot of engineers who are going to listen to this show because a lot of engineers struggle with the whole idea of interpersonal uh, skills. So why don't you just take a minute here in the beginning to just... Explain to us a little bit more about your challenge specifically, so we can dive right into it.
1: All right, part of my challenge is that I've always been a quiet, reserved person, so sometimes I find it difficult to step out of my comfort zone and go to meet new people. And the other part is that with work, we always have billable hours, and I want to be able to meet those billable hours. But if I go chat with a coworker about non-work stuff, I feel like I'm being dishonest and um, not meeting the billable hours like the company would prefer.
0: Okay. So it's kind of a twofold challenge in that one, you're worried about taking, because of the pressure to be billable, which all engineers have, you're worried about taking time away from being billable to to chatting and getting to know your coworkers. Um, But on the other end of it, you know, it's important obviously to do that and get to know them and, you know, it's important for the office uh, culture and the way things work. But on the other end of it, you're also, as a reserved person, you're looking for ways that you can develop those networking skills and be comfortable when you do take the time to talk to people and try to get to know them. Is that accurate?
1: Yeah, that's exactly right.
0: Okay. All right, perfect. So, all right, so let's jump in here. And let's, first of all, let's focus a little bit on the the billable time aspect. So, tell me a little bit more about that. So, how does your company communicate this to you? Are they, they give you billable hours expected, or how does that work?
1: Well, we basically have the 80 hours that we have to get in every two weeks. And although I haven't been um, told specifically, how many billable hours I get, I've kind of gotten the impression by the questions I've asked and the answers I've been given that pretty much all of my hours at this point need to be billable.
0: Okay. So you need to be like 95 to 100% billable, essentially. Yeah. All right. Listen, that's I understand how you feel as far as pressure goes. I mean, that is very there's a lot of pressure there to understand that you need to be working all the time. You know, it's almost like you can't get a breath. Um, so, so I get that. However, one of the things I think to think about in this situation is when you network with other people in the office, um, there's definitely some value there for, you know, not just you, but also for the company. Um, because, you know, if people know each other, they're working well together, you know, projects are going to go better, things are going to run more smooth. And then there's going to be, you know, more of a positive, fun type of culture in the company rather than just everybody sitting at their desk worried about talking to each other. So, and obviously there's, that's nothing that the company is going to tell you, but I'm telling you this because if you take that mind frame or that, you know, that mindset approach in your day to day, that might make it a little bit easier for you from time to time. To talk to someone, you know, and and alleviate a little bit of that pressure, understanding that it's a good thing for everybody. Okay. All right. The other thing is, you know, trying to do it in a way where maybe you ask a couple of coworkers if you want to go out to lunch one day or go out to lunch on Fridays. I know that's something that people do. Um, Or every so often, maybe after work, getting together with a couple of people. Um, That's also another way that you can do it and you can feel more comfortable because you're not in the office you don't feel the pressure on you right there. And you could feel more comfortable, you know, around the lunch table or, you know, go out after after work one night. Have you tried that at all?
1: Um, we had a company happy hour or a, a team happy hour a couple weeks ago. And I did go to that and, you know, spent some time talking with the other coworkers besides just work stuff. So that was nice.
0: And have you found that you've You've made some friends there. You've gotten to know some of the coworkers better than others yet, or are you still just getting to know everybody?
1: There there are people I feel like I know a little better, but there it's um still a lot of just getting to know them still.
0: All right, yeah. So one of the things I would recommend there is especially those people that you feel a little bit more closer to, at least at this point in time, you could always ask them, you know, you want to go out and get a bite to eat for lunch? Um, that might be helpful and that might put you in a position that's a little bit uh you know, less pressure from the billable standpoint because you're not in the office. Um, have you had this uh, have you had a conversation with this at all on this topic at all with your supervisor?
1: I have not. That's uh, something that is a little difficult with the company I'm working for because I was originally going to be on another team and they switched me to the team I'm on now. and so, I'm not completely sure about how everything is worked, so quite supposed to work with this new team.
0: Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. But one of the things you might want to consider doing sometime in the next, you know, when you start to feel a little more comfortable maybe with this team is just sit down with your supervisor and talk to him or her about this. Because one of the things that's, that's, I always found that engineers have had success in their careers when they're very open, you know, with their team, with their supervisor, and, you know, nobody's hiding anything. So, so, for example, I would go to my supervisor if I were you and say something like, you know, obviously I'm new here. I'm kind of fresh, pretty much fresh out of school for the most part. And, you know, it's important to me that, you know, to get to know the other people here, get to know the other people on the team. And, you know, I know we have, we want to be billable as much as possible, but I'm just wondering, you know, what, what your advice would be um, for getting to know the team better because what that's going to do is is if your supervisor says to you well Elena, that's a great idea maybe what you should do is you know just try to talk to people every day or go around the office a little bit or go out to lunch with them or, or we'll all go out to lunch together you know but regardless of what what they say whatever advice they give you if the, if the supervisor is telling you to go network with people during the day then at least you can feel more comfortable doing that and and not feel like, "Well, geez, if anyone sees me doing this, I'm gonna get you know I'm gonna get in trouble or i'm gonna they're gonna look at me in a bad way because I'm not billable because you know because that's actually their their recommendation. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I am. And I do know that my other coworkers aren't all constantly focused on work and ignoring each other. They're often chatting with each other,
0: okay. So, so maybe part of it is just because you're new, and because you're, you know, understandably so, you want to, you know, be successful, and you want to be billable, and you want to do what the company wants you to do. Um, so maybe there's just a little bit more fear there for you because you're not as comfortable as them yet.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. All
0: right. So, so as far as the the billable side of the, side of it goes, some of the things we 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 went over were just getting a better mindset about it. Understanding that you walking around the office talking to people is helpful for both you and the company. That's one thing to consider. The other thing we talked about was trying to get to talk to your uh, coworkers in a non-office setting like lunch or a happy hour or something like that that you put together um, that you initiate. And then the other thing we talked about was approaching your supervisor when you're comfortable enough to do so and just being honest about the situation and asking for his or her advice, um, thinking that if you follow their advice, then it would be hard for someone to kind of get upset with you for doing something that they recommended that you do. And it would also probably make you feel more comfortable if you know that the company is, is telling you to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense.
0: All right. So th- those, those points all sound helpful? Yes. Okay. All right. Now let's, let's jump into the, the other side of this, which is just your own personal, you know, interpersonal skills, networking, building relationships with people. Tell me about your experience with this. I mean, I'm assuming you haven't, you know, there's, there isn't anything in school on this, but you know, how how you said you're a reserve person, right?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Okay. All right. So when you when you go to start a conversation with someone or or something is it is it is the other person usually initiate things or or you would you say something or
1: i would say that it's usually the other person i haven't gotten myself to be as much of an initiator of the conversations
0: okay all right well that, that again that's understandable a lot of engineers are more reserved um just by our our own nature. So that's something that is totally normal, totally, you know, that I see that in a lot of engineers. So let's talk about that a little bit. One of the things that I'm going to recommend for you, and I'm I'm probably going to end up recommending this to most of the people that come on the show here, is have you ever heard of an organization called Toastmasters International?
1: I have. And I actually um, looked on their website and I think there's two groups not too far from my work that I could potentially join.
0: Okay, great. So for those of you listening to the show that aren't familiar with Toastmasters International, it's, um, it's a worldwide organization that helps people with their public speaking skills. Um, there's chapters all over the world. That there's a very minimal fee to join, I think, for the year. And it's more than just public speaking, though. What it does for you, and that's just why it's so critical for engineers, is it helps you to build your confidence in your communication skills overall. So, for example, when you join Toastmasters, they literally give you a book of 10 speeches and you go through them over time at your own pace and you deliver those speeches. You know, they give you topics and then you create your own speech. So, for example, the first speech would be a four to six minute icebreaker about yourself. And when you get to 10 speeches, then you reach a certain level and you move on and on. But, but the point of it is that by getting up in front of the room, not only will you develop your presentation skills and your public speaking skills, which are absolutely critical in engineering for so many things, for project presentations, for your reviews, for everything else, but you will build a tremendous amount of confidence in yourself and it will also help you to articulate your words better and help you to communicate better. All right. And you'll have that confidence to approach people and talk to them. And that's why this is such a, an important important thing. And that's why for you, Elena, I would definitely recommend that you do look into joining one of those groups um, as soon as you can and just start going with it. Because I think the earlier on you could do this in your career, it's going to be better. And it's going to help you with this challenge. All right. That's one thing. The other thing that we can we can talk about a little bit is the actual conversation with people. The When you talk in a conversation, would you say that you're talkative like so in other words if someone's speaking do you would you find yourself you know talking maybe trying to talk over them or talking a lot or would the is the other people doing more of the talking in a conversation with you
1: I would say that it it sometimes depends on if I'm attempting to join into a conversation that's already started versus somebody specifically started a conversation with me um, usually if I, the conversation is specific to me, then it's, you know, pretty even talking. Um, whereas if I'm trying to join a conversation, sometimes, um, I think I make it awkward. I sometimes, um, jump in and I guess draw the attention to myself, which I don't think is necessarily the best, but that's kind of my natural reaction to trying to join
0: okay all right so because you jump in and you feel like you need to do something because you jumped in so let's let's talk about this a little more so a couple of things you can consider doing is when you're trying to build relationships with people especially you, people you don't know is you know try to have some questions or ideas of things to talk about with them before you just go and start to talk to them like like for example you might want to have a question like you know what what made you interested in the MEP industry? You know, And then, and then what will happen is by doing that, you're going to get them to start to talk about themselves. And no one likes talking about anything other than themselves. I mean, talking about yourself is the easiest thing to talk about. So if you can get them to tell you their story, what their interests are, then number one, they're going to feel really comfortable speaking with you. And number two, you're going to learn a lot about them. You know, they're going to be sharing, you know, personal information with you and it's going to give a bigger connection. So that's one of the things that, um, that you can do. I know along the same lines in, in my Institute for Engineering Career Development, we have a lot of forums and one of the discussions was about this specifically. And one of the engineers recommended, um, the question, you know, what made you want to be an engineer? And that's something that he said that when he went to networking events with other engineers or spoke with other engineers, he would always ask that question and it would really get the conversation going in the right direction. So maybe in your case, it's again, it's going back to the MEP industry or, or, you know, you know, how did you find this company or, you know, how did you end up in this location? You know, things like that, that can get people talking right away because they're comfortable in talking about that because it's themselves that can get a conversation really going. All right. How do you feel about that?
1: No, I I have heard that a lot, but um the that you've given me some specific questions to kind of focus on will
0: be helpful. Okay, good. So that's that's of course one thing. And the other and the other approach too is to, you know, open up about yourself a little bit, you know, and say something like um you know, I've always had a passion for doing this because of, you know, when I was a kid or something happened. Um, You know, and again, it depends on the type of situation that you're getting into. But, you know, sometimes opening up to someone about your past or something that you've done or a goal that you have will, again, let them connect with you more because they feel like, wow, you know, Elena just shared that with me. That's pretty cool. And then maybe that'll get them to open up a little bit more. And it lets the person feel like, okay, this person kind of trusts me and you know i feel like we could have a good relationship here so so again you you do want to try to make the conversation about the other person so it's comfortable for them but as you get better at this you may see that there's a time where you can kind of interject a little bit of you know of yourself into the conversation to make it feel more personal you understand what i'm saying about that
1: i i think so so um basically as i'm starting to reach out more to my coworkers, you're saying to at first focus on them and getting to know them. And then as I get more comfortable with that, I'll be able to share about myself more easily.
0: And by sharing about yourself, you'll also be kind of opening up to them and it will hopefully strengthen that connection. All right. All right. Because because what you're doing here, and this is a great challenge and I'm glad that, that we're covering this today is, you know, you're building relationships, which is, you know, in my book, engineer your own success. I highlight that as one of the the critical components to having a a really extraordinary career as an engineer, because, you know, you're going to deal with a lot of people. I mean, you're going to work on teams all the time, whether they're in your office or other consultants and to be able to have a relationship beyond just, you know, oh, you know, this is the person that sits at the computer next to me and they do this kind of MEP work. You want to be able to say, you know, this is Jim. He's, you know, he's passionate about this. He's, you know this is what his hobby is you know and you know people it just makes everything more fun you know so um and the same goes for toastmasters by joining a, a group like that in your community and building some relationships in the community it's going to make your you know life in the community more rewarding as well and that's that's why interpersonal skills and building relationships is so important and of course the other reason it's so important is just for opportunities in your career you know building strong relationships like this can build a lot of opportunities in your career for example the person sitting next to you, you might employ some of these strategies and really become very friendly with them. They may end up going to another company down the road. And you know, uh, who knows, let's say anything happens. Unfortunately, you would get laid off or something like that happen. All of a sudden, your real good friend that you built a relationship with is at another location and could probably help you get another opportunity. So there's so many positives to really working on these networking and, and interpersonal skills. Elena, do you have any questions for me at this time on any of the stuff we talked about today?
1: Not really. I think you gave me some good information that's more specific to my my situation and will help me to move forward in my steps for networking.
0: Great. All right. So just to recap for everybody here, and of course for Elena, we talked about, in the beginning, we talked about overcoming the idea of I have to be billable all the time by understanding that doing other things is going to be helpful for you and the company. But it is important to, of course, clear that with your company potentially, talk to your supervisor about it, um, and then maybe try to do some things out of the office with your coworkers like lunch and social hours and things of that nature. Then we focused more on the actual um, idea of networking and interpersonal skills and how how to get better at that. We highlighted that joining a Toastmasters would be something that would be extremely helpful for you. And Elena has already looked into that and will hopefully join one um, in her community soon. And beyond that, the idea of when you approach someone to ask them a question or have some questions in your mind that you could ask, like, how did you find this company? Or, you know, what brought you here? Or, what interested you in the MEP firm? What What is your background as far as your degree? What school did you go to? Questions like that can help you to, um, get to know someone on a personal level, but also most importantly, make them comfortable in conversing with you and, and starting to build that relationship. And then lastly, as you start to build your relationship and get more comfortable in conversations, you'll be able to interject a little bit of yourself into the conversation. Like, oh, my goal was to do this. Or when I was a kid, this happened to me, which really got me interested in engineering. And again, that's going to, again, further strengthen the connection between you and the people that you're trying to build um, your relationships with. So, for those of you out there, I hope that those points were helpful for you, and of course, I hope that Elena, you can take them and use them in your career, and put them in put them into motion. So, with that, we're going to end our our coaching session here, Elena. Anything else you want to say before we end off here?
1: Well, I'd like to thank you for you know giving these complimentary um, coaching sessions, and I'm glad that I was one of those picked.
0: Okay, great. Thank you so much, Elena.
1: Thank
0: you. Career Changing Tip. All right, now it's time for our Career Changing Tip. And the point of this session of this show is very simple. You're taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast. I want you to walk away with something that will change your career and potentially change your life. And today's Career Changing Tip is that I want all of you out there, if you haven't already, to purchase and read or listen to The book by Dale Carnegie called How to Win Friends and Influence People. This book absolutely changed my career and my life. Dale Carnegie gives you strategies in this book to dramatically improve your interpersonal skills, your relationship building skills, your ability to speak to people and get what you want out of the conversation in a positive way. So many people that I know, they're reactive in their conversations. Or emails. They see or read something that they don't like and they want to jump back at the other person. And Dale Carnegie tells you how to slow yourself down. Think about your response and put together a response that you know is going to get you results and going to build great relationships. And he's done that. So I know many of you are like, well, I don't have time to read another book. Buy the audiobook. I listen to it in my car all the time. And I promise you, if you do that, it will change your career and change your life. So with that, I want to thank you all for listening to the first session of the Engineering Career Coach podcast. You can visit our website at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash session one to get all the show notes that will include any links to resources that we've mentioned like the Dale Carnegie book. There's also a free gift on the website at engineeringcareercoach forward slash free gift you can download a list of the three resources that were most helpful for me in becoming a partner at a very reputable engineering firm at the age of 27. So with that, I'll see you all on our next session. Thank you for listening to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast with Anthony Fasano. Transforming engineering career development, one engineer at a time. For tons of free engineering career resources, visit www.engineeringcareercoach.com.